Hey, welcome to the Bill Bennett Show. It's the Bill Bennett Christmas Show. Yes, it is. This is the podcast that translates Donald Trump, but I don't want to talk so much about Donald Trump today. I don't want to talk about impeachment. I certainly don't want to talk about Nancy Pelosi. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about Christmas. Right. I want to go through my emails. And we've got a lot of emails. But they're not cooperating. Yeah, they want to talk about Trump. (laughs) They want to, you know, I must say, because there's this thing about, you know, I'm on Fox, hanging out with a lot of conservatives. People just want to do Christmas, and they don't want to talk about impeachment and Pelosi. Mm -hmm. So we invited everybody to send us emails. Everybody wrote us about we specifically said email the show about Christmas. About Christmas. And everyone emailed about President Trump's yeah. impeachment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they want to talk about. So Merry Christmas. That's right. We'll, uh, we'll That's right. That the show. That's right. And you know Mrs. Bennett has got... Uh Dionne Warwick coming to her event. Oh, that's going to be such a big deal. <laughs> big deal. Now, okay. I should have put in a vote for um, Darlene Darn. Love <laughs> from the Crystals. She's oh, she's also 80. Yes. Patty LaBelle, too. Okay, Mrs. Bennett passing by. Okay. Uh, we do take an honest look at the yes. administration, and we uh, talk about the existential threats to America and to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think Christmas is okay. Yeah. Don't you? They've stopped attacking Christmas, it seems. I think so. Today is our Christmas show. Mm-hmm. I'll be sharing some of your emails, and we'll hear from some old friends of many of you. Uh, I'd like to discuss a few things first. So Christmas, well, before I get to Christmas, okay, and I want to get there quickly, and then we'll go to the emails, and we'll be back on drum. <laughs> what well, this audience, the condition to be serious. Right. Yeah. I, you know, I, <laughs> what is Nancy Pelosi doing? I don't know. This whole, you know, we're not going to send it to Senate yet. I want to make sure I, I know what the rules are. The rules are in the Constitution, and the rules say the House shall have the sole power to uh, impeach. Right. The Senate shall have the sole power to try uh, the the charges, to to review the charges, and to decide whether to convict and remove the president Mm -hmm. or whatever official. Now, conservatives, Republicans, hung together, hung tough, good for them, complained bitterly about the fairness of the House process, but she was in charge. But now she is saying she's not going to send these, uh, she may be saying she's not going to send these articles of impeachment onto the Senate until she's satisfied it's going to be fair. Well, she's walking into this trap. It obviously wasn't fair what they did in the House. But let's say it was fair, because they get to set the rules. Well, now the rules get to be set by the Senate. But this threat to Mitch McConnell, unless you do this, we're not going to send them. This is the old briar patch. Right. Oh, my. Oh, please send them. He doesn't care if she sends them or not. I was going to say, like, how is not sending them a threat? Like, yeah. if you don't send them, then nothing happens. I'm not going to convict you. Right. <laughs> You're not going to go to jail. We have this indictment, but we're not going to convict you and send you to jail. Odd threat. Isn't it? Plus, there's an argument uh, that, you know, he may be technically not impeached until she sends. Have you heard this argument? Oh, right. Until she sends the articles. um, It's like like you, you know, apply for your driver's license. You pass the test, everything. But until you get it, until they sign, that clerk signs it, that in the state of Maryland, whatever bureaucracy you go through, (laughs) you don't have it. And so similarly here, Noah Feldman, who was one of the professors against Trump um, at the hearing, he's a Harvard law professor, goodness knows, said, uh, you know, I don't think he's impeached until the articles are sent on. Now, here's a complication. It is rumored, because I'm not still sure I believe it. I think it just could be noise from President Trump. 
that he wants full trial with all these mm-hmm. witnesses. I mean, he says so. He goes to the rally, he says, I don't know if he really does, and he should think about that. Mm-hmm. Get Rudy Giuliani up there. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what Rudy's going to say. You get John Bolton. I don't know what he's going to say. But um, I think what will happen is that sooner or later she will send them. She has to. She just has to. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll move for dismissal. They might. I think they'll have... You know, the, their managers, and now it looks like the managers for the Republicans will be good, very good. Jim Jordan, Ohio. Mm-hmm. John Ratcliffe from Texas. Um, and Doug Collins from Georgia. Right. Uh, we've heard a lot from the three of them over the last few months. They're all very good, um, very able, um, skillful, smart, uh, and agile. And uh, that's good. But here's the, here's the real kicker. If the trial actually goes on, <laughs> this is something McConnell may want to weigh. I, I can't second guess his Machiavellian master political techniques. His disposition is to have this thing quick over, over in January. Right. President's disposition, as I just said, may be to have witnesses and so on go a long time. The only thing that might tempt McConnell about a longer process is it'll happen in February. Mm-hmm. During the Iowa caucuses and the <laughs> New Hampshire primary. Mm-hmm. So you've got Amy Klobuchar, you've got Elizabeth Warren, you've got Bernie Sanders tied up in an impeachment trial. Right. Um, and, you know, he just, he may decide that's worth it. I don't think it is, but we'll, we'll wait and see. Uh, the results, I think, are pretty clear. Now, there's some question about whether the four wobblers, wobblers, Corey Gardner from uh, uh, Colorado, Susan Collins from Maine. I don't want to criticize her because she was so good on the Kavanaugh thing, you'll mm-hmm. remember. Lisa Murkowski from Alaska. And, uh, of course, Mitt Romney, who barely passes up a chance to take a shot at President Trump. Uh, if they vote, if, if there's a motion to dismiss, you need 51. And so you need at least one of those people. Right. And if all four of them say no, then you're going to have some kind of trial. But again, it's McConnell will run it. And this is, I I suppose, one of the most significant facts in all this, Claude, is the House Republicans are hanging together. Someone said uh, the other day, I thought this was wise, Nancy Pelosi has done for the Republican Party what Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, uh, Kevin McCarthy, certainly, Paul Ryan have not been able to do. Mm-hmm. Unified them all together on something. Brought them yeah. all together. When's the last time you saw them all together? Mm-hmm. Now, there may be four here dissenting, at least procedurally, but not much. I don't think you're going to get any Republican votes to, to convict and remove. So um, there you go. Um, there you go. Uh, we'll, we'll wait and see. Uh, meantime, as I say, everybody wants to talk about Christmas, except our listeners. Right. <laughs> so we will get to them. Uh, we'll get to the, we'll get to them and on. Um, just just a thought that's in the back of my head. I know we spent a lot of time on China. But while we're all talking about this impeachment and all this, Chinese are moving ahead fast with artificial intelligence, with cloning, with doing all sorts of things. we got to pay attention to this. Right. Committee on right. the Present Danger, China, led by our friend Brian Kennedy, doing important work here. Uh, I saw a National Security uh, Agency guy at a recent Christmas party, a young guy who's tasked with China, and he was you know, very worried, very concerned. So, okay, uh, you're all set for Christmas. Yes, I am. I'm all set for Christmas. Okay, my uh, family is uh, set uh, for Christmas from me, provided I have three envelopes. <laughs> I assume with money. <laughs> well, I don't think a card would, you know. Yeah. And these are busy people. They uh-huh. have things to sure, do. Sure, yeah, and, absolutely. And, you know, I, I mean, I'd be happy if Mrs. Bennett gave me an envelope rather than a, right. you know, <laughs> a pair of shorts or a sweater that doesn't fit. Right. You know? Yeah, no. Did I tell you once she wrote me a check for my birthday? No. Yeah. She wrote me a check, $250. Nice. Yeah, it was on my account. 
Oh, she wrote you a check in my account. But it was a thought that counts. Exactly. Because the money didn't count. Not at her. You broke even. Yeah. I I was down 250. (laughs) Tore up the check, and then I broke even. Yeah, well, there you go. Thanks very much for the thought, Rip, Rip, Rip. (laughs) Okay, back to, let's let's get this exactly right, because of Pelosi and McConnell. Article 1, Section 2, Clause 5. The House of Representatives shall have the sole power of impeachment. Article 1, Section 3, Clauses 6 and 7. The Senate shall have the sole power to try all impeachments. When the President of the United States is tried, the Chief Justice shall preside. And no person shall be convicted without the concurrence of two-thirds of the members present. Present. Mm -hmm. They have to be there. Have to be there. To come off the campaign trail. Be there. Well, there you go. They want to vote for removal. That's the exact language. So we'll see. Um, Back to Christmas. Uh, We have two trees. One of them's in very bad shape. Really? Yeah, but fully decorated. So this is a real quandary. I saw both of them, and they looked fine to me. Well, I I don't want to get into details. (laughs) But it's it's a major issue in this house right now. Okay. I have said for years, is it necessary to have two? Mm Mm-hmm. And I've been ignored for years. If you just had one and paid attention to it. But But apparently there's a movement inside this house Uh to remove everything off that tree. Get it out and get another tree in. Wow. Just, what, two days before Christmas? At the time we're recording this, it's the 23rd. Could be a discount on the tree, though. That's true. But it's a lot of labor. A lot. To take everything off the tree and just to put it back on just to take it off again. Just these are the things. That, <laughs> these are the things that try men's souls. I mean, I, I love Christmas, but there's always yeah, no, we can, you know things. What are your Christmas plans? Let's hear your plans. Uh, well, I will say this: we also have two trees in the house, so I'm a two tree person. But once they're up, I don't take them down. But they're, so, they're real too, right? No, no, they're artificial. You're kidding. We like to put them up early. You're kidding. Oh yeah, no, no I'm not kidding. Well, you're having an artificial Christmas. <laughs> But it feels real, so. Really? Yeah, what do you yeah. do, keep it in the closet? Yeah, we've got a little storage closet. With oh, my God. I don't know when I've been more disappointed with you. <laughs> really? Well, I guess you're not facing what we're facing. Yeah, no, exactly. Plastic tree doesn't get bad. No, you can put it up the week of Thanksgiving, and you're good to go. In fact, you can decorate it. <laughs> right. And put it in the closet with the decorations on. You know what? We've never done that, but that might be a thing to do. Don't maybe hurt. We, you're hurting me even further. Maybe we won't take the decorations off. We'll leave it on the tree and just put it in the closet. All right. Let's move on. What okay, else so are you anyway, doing? Christmas um, Eve, what happens so in Christmas Day? Christmas Eve is going to be really relaxed. Normally, we would spend it with my father-in-law, uh, but we spent time with him uh, this past weekend. So uh, he's good to go. And so what we're going to go. Yeah, he's good to go. I he's, like that. Check him off the list. Uh, and so, and so, Family checkoff. Christmas Eve is going to be pretty relaxed. That's the round. We'll be. We'll, we'll get up. We'll have some breakfast, and we'll we, we may uh, shop a little bit. But all the purchasing's done. And so, what might end up happening is kind of being out around all the crazy Christmas people and look at lights at these different little light shows. And uh, Christmas Day, we'll uh, have breakfast with uh, my mother-in-law and uh, some of the aunts and stuff there. And then uh, we'll have Christmas dinner with my mom and grandmother and stuff. And so we'll pop around a little bit church uh there aren't any church plans for christmas wait a minute in your church you don't do christmas service uh we don't do christmas service on christmas you do it on sunday right well this year we had service on saturday 21st whatever (laughs) 
We're a little loose with rules. If you'd stayed Catholic, <laughs> I would have kept up with you here. But, well, you, you know, know what? You know. Be, it would be easier, too. I would just go to one of the candlelight services. Yeah. I mean, you go to one of the masses. I mean, it's 35, 40 minutes and you're out of there. Uh, 35, 40 minutes on Christmas? Are you kidding? It's longer than that? Oh, my things, gosh. Things have changed in 20 years. I mean, at Christmas, when I mean, the, only, the only two days the churches are packed, packed are Christmas and Easter. Mm-hmm. Mother's Day gets a good run, too. Yeah, but my, right. Yeah, Mom yeah. wants you at church. Yeah, my, my wife spoke at a Mother's Day service at uh, our she? Catholic church. Yeah, she did. Oh man. Yeah, it was it was good, but it you know it took a while to, <laughs> oh, no. to prepare. <laughs> right. So uh, we will. Uh, it's kind of like the mass version of your plastic tree. Okay. <laughs> we have good friends and neighbors across the street. Mm-hmm. Also Catholic. Okay. They have a Christmas Eve get-together okay. for family and a few neighbors and friends. Mm-hmm. And we go over there, and he has a priest come. Oh, okay. With, uh, you know, all the stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the stuff. And, you know, hosts and, you know, and the wine and consecrates it. Because uh-huh. we believe in transubstantiation. Right. We don't believe it's a symbol. Mm-hmm. We believe it's the body and blood of yep. our Lord. But bless his heart, it takes him about 30 minutes. Okay. So, well, that's... And then there's a party. All right. Then there's food and drink. That's not like the the mass version of the artificial tree. Because he's an actual priest, right? It's an actual priest. But it's it's a a truncated service. Yes. And Mrs. Bennett is ambivalent. She loves these people. They're lovely to us. Mm -hmm. And good friends with them and she's in charge of the hymns of course oh yeah obviously who else would be who else would be in charge of virtually yeah. you know everything but putting out the food and drink so she has that role to play but she says i miss the um, the midnight mass okay yeah. midnight mass is maybe you know 800 people at a 400 person church getting there an hour early and it runs about an hour and 45 minutes midnight mass runs an hour and oh, 45 minutes everybody takes communion it's a big deal that's midnight madness and the singing in the catholic church and the sermons in the i mean the singing is good to have a choir right but the sermons are still not as good as they are in your evangelical churches oh yeah no the priests just don't do that they get into it they're not trained in that so then uh <laughs> so then we uh we come home we go to bed and we get up early and then we wait for mrs bennett because she likes to things just so mm-hmm. so then this year she said i really don't want to cook on christmas i said you know you're doing a ton because we have this wedding coming mm-hmm. up that's about. a big deal I said, I'll take everybody up for a big Christmas brunch downtown, 3 o'clock. Nice. She said, great. Thank you. That's very considerate. Then she popped her head in and said, I'm going to cook a turkey. <laughs> I said, so we don't go out? Said, no, no, we go out, but it just isn't right for me not to cook something. <laughs> She's a busy girl. She yeah. Said. Well, I mean, you still won because you offered to take out. I mean, that's that was a sweet gesture. I, I am taking out. That's what I'm saying. So, How did I win? Well, you know what that little meal's going to cost me. <laughs> well, oh, uh, both boys, both boys will be there. Yeah, and maybe the and fiance. The fiance yeah. Okay, yeah, maybe two ladies. You know, three. Moral victory. You with a caring husband who didn't want his wife. Uh... I will get credit, and then there'll be you know. Well, I cooked a turkey. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, I'll be fine. <laughs> then we have the wedding, New Year's Eve. It's going to be quite an event. It's, where the heck is? Why does anybody have anything else to do? 
They're all coming. I'm sure most people uh, did, but the moment they got the invitation, I said, you know what? No, I don't think so. I think New Year's Eve, it says acts like they have something to do. They don't. They just <laughs> go out and drink, or they stay home, and they act like, and they tell people they went out. <laughs> because we got, I mean, the first 40 responses, we got 39 out of 40. Sure. We're coming. Absolutely. So I feel like Steve Martin, Father of the Bride. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't anybody have anything else to do? Yeah, except come to this one. Anyway, it'll be it'll be grand, and I'm looking forward to it. And um, it'll be cool. It's good. Anyway, uh, but um, I've requested a couple things, and uh, you know, we'll see if I can get them. See okay. if I can get them. Little things. All right. You know, not much. Nothing big. Yeah, uh, I, I did request a nightcap. You know, like in the Christmas poem. Okay. Father and his nightcap. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, you know, my head gets cold at night. Okay. And Miss Matt said, I'm not buying you a nightcap if you're an old person. <laughs> I said, I'm an old person. <laughs> you know? Right. She said, no, you're not wearing an old man's nightcap. Okay. I said, okay, I'll wear my baseball cap. And she doesn't like my baseball caps. Yeah, no. Thinks my hair's going to fall out from my baseball cap. Is there you- any evidence that if you wear a baseball cap, your hair will fall out? I don't think so, but she doesn't want you wearing that going to bed, though. Well, who sees me? So you probably won't get the nightcap. So that's one thing you want that no. you're probably not going to get. Right. Yeah, my list is very short. Mm-hmm. I, I like to get those uh, little strings you attach to your glasses so you can put them around your neck. <laughs> but you end up taking them off because they... For radio. Tangle up in the tang- headsets. It's tangled the up right. in the microphone, yeah. Anyway, I guess enough about that. <laughs> hey, let's talk to some people. Let's talk. Should we talk to people or should we read some emails? Let's talk to people. Let's go right, Let's phone. go. Get on the phone. You're listening to The Bill Bennett Show. Show. One of the familiar voices we want to talk to is the former producer of Morning in America, Christopher Beach. Chris Beach, Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas to you guys and all your listeners. Thank you very much. Now, such a big shot, chief speechwriter for the Secretary of Defense of the United States. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, no, that's right. Well... Only got there thanks to you guys. Oh, I, I th- owe you one for that, but think, yeah, it's a great opportunity. I think your abilities speak for yourself. So where are you exactly right now, Chris? I'm calling you from Boone, Iowa. Uh, where's that? Are you, wait a minute. Are you taking <laughs> Are you taking polls? <laughs> what are you? <laughs> I have an announcement to make. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm actually calling you from uh, the place where presidential hopeful Senator Michael Bennett was campaigning yesterday. Michael Bennett. I remember him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're you're not out there for for the Iowa caucus, I assume. No, no, this is where my wife's family lives. Oh, good. Is there any it snow? Is the of caucus season. Is there any there snow? Is zero snow. It is about uh, unseasonably warm this week. Really? Wow. Nice. Well, it's coming. How long will you be there? <laughs> A week, and yes, it's supposed to snow by the end of the week. Yeah, I remember Bob Novak used to say, going out covering the Iowa caucuses, might as well be in Siberia. <laughs> well that's nice so you're there with your wife's parents and uh what's the christmas plan we are going over the river and through the woods to grandma's house okay for be- christmas eve right all the family will be there we'll celebrate with everyone and then we'll do christmas with her family uh at their parents house gotcha and is, is church involved because it isn't for claude <laughs> it isn't no, because uh, it's Sunday for him. I Claude is a church man. Right. Well, I know he's a church man. <laughs> he wouldn't miss. I, we, you know, but he's got lots of, we've having lots of problems this morning. He said, well, you're going to go to Mass. That'll be like 30 or 40 minutes. I said, what? You kidding me? <laughs> I didn't know Mass was so long. When I, when, when I was Catholic, Mass, <laughs> mass was a lot shorter. <laughs> 
Anyway, all right. So did you get a good present for your wife, Beach? That's all we want to know. I did, but I can't I can't disclose that Please yet. Yeah. Right, what do you tell us later? All right. Will because be I'm not si- quite sure what it is, but I did get something. So lots, <laughs> lots of relatives, lots of singing, caroling. There'll be food, right? There'll be a lot of food, a lot of crock pots. This is the Midwest. There'll yep. be a lot of crock pots. A lot of pork, because Iowa's the pork capital of the world. That's just a given. Yep. Yeah, I was sorry to see North Carolina was second. I was hoping it was first, but it's second to Iowa. That's neither here nor there. All right. Well, we don't want to keep you from your family. Blessings on you and everybody. Send them our best, would you? Same to you guys. And uh, last but not least, uh, go Vikings tonight. Oh, listen, Minnesota. Listen, listen, yeah. listen. There's been so much heartbreak here. Um, I mean, Claude is. I didn't, I didn't think he'd show up for the show today. After I was his two hours away from not showing up. Yeah. But that's a big game for the Vikings. This basically decides who who leads that conference, right? The Vikings are in, right? They're in the playoffs. They're in because the Rams lost. So they have a spot. It's just who wins the division or takes the wild card. And that'll turn on tonight, right? It'll turn on tonight. Because if the Packers win, they win the division. If the Vikings win, then they'll have tied on the season. Packers will have won 1-1. Vikings will have won 1-1. So that comes down to either the last week or rest of the conference schedule. What do you guys think, just for, briefly, about all the people who used to work for the Redskins or play for the Redskins who are now doing fabulously? <laughs> Somebody, uh, My son pointed out the two coaches in that really excellent 49ers-Rams game. Yep. Those two young coaches were both on the Redskins Redskin staff. Yeah. What's the, what are their names? Uh, Shanahan and... Uh, Sean McVay. Sean McVay. And McVay, yep. And who's your quarterback? Kirk Cousins. Uh, Redskin of, of, of recent vintage, right? I know. And one of these linebackers for the Packers used to play for the Redskins. Preston Smith, I think, is the guy. Yeah. yeah. So what's with the Redskins? Not winning. Uh, you know, well, I, you can cheer Claude up by let him talk about that. Yeah, well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going for the Packers for complicated reasons I will not talk about on the radio or on a podcast. Okay, okay, but um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because Lamar is going to roll over everybody. He, yeah, it's that's pretty unbelievable. He's grown up. He's really grown up, hasn't he, Lamar Jackson? And he was uh, of the quarterback class of the draft that year. He was the last big name taken, and he's proven everyone else they made a mistake. Yeah, someone was saying that Harbaugh, the, the Ravens coach, is a really good coach. Really good coach. Anyway, um, I got to tell you a quick story. Uh, we were at a really fancy party. We were invited to a lot of a lot of Washington people at a place called the Inn at Little Washington. You know it? I know it. I've never stepped foot there. Yeah, yeah it's well, a very fancy place. Yeah, you can't afford it. You can't. Afford it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't either, but we weren't picking up the tab. <laughs> but anyway, I, I told Claude in the audience this ad nauseum, but I spent 25 minutes with Cal Ripken, which was fine. And wow. Then, and then... Um, uh, we were talking to people at breakfast, this very impressive doctor. And then Justice Gorsuch showed up, a uh, Supreme Court guy, you know, and he was talking. And people said, he said, well, what were you all talking about? I said, man was, he said, I was just reviewing with Mr. Bennett all his jobs. He's a former uh, national chairman of the Endowment for the Humanities, former secretary, former drug czar. Gorsuch was very pleasant and said, yeah, well, it happens. Someday I'll be former justice. I said, no, you won't. No, you won't. No, no, no. You are staying until you die yeah which i didn't put it quite that way i just said you are staying you're going uh-huh. you're going the whole way sir you're in a you're locked in the vault and you're not coming out we need you we need you <laughs> so he said that's very funny 
I said, we're going to call you a lot of things, like great and insightful and wise, but we're never going to call you the former justice of the Supreme Court. <laughs> anyway. That's very funny. Okay. Have a wonderful time. Have a great Christmas. Uh, love to your beautiful wife and family, okay? Thank you, guys. Same to you and yours, and uh, we'll be following the event rules, as always. We'll look forward to seeing you. Okay. Merry Christmas. Absolutely. Take care, guys. We'll wish you a happy new year in person. Bye-bye. You're listening to The Bill Bennett Show. David Willisall. Ladies and gentlemen, this is David Willisall. Part of the, used to be part of the Morning in America radio show. Now chief speechwriter for the Secretary of State. My goodness. Congratulations. Bill, great to be with you. You taught me everything I know. Yeah, I don't think so. (laughs) Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Tell the audience quickly, just top of your head, the countries that, uh, when you worked for me, you were at, uh, in Arlington, Virginia, and then you were at, uh, what's the, the, the uh, oh, half smoke place? Ben's Chili Bowl? Ben's Chili Bowl in D.C. Yeah. And where have you been working right. for the Secretary of State? Well, I've been to 28 countries this year. I just totaled it up wow. uh, the other day. And among them, Iraq, Afghanistan, uh, I accompanied the secretary. He was the first secretary of state ever to visit, visit the country of Micronesia. So I assume I'm the first ever secretary of state, state speechwriter to visit Micronesia. <laughs> I bet you are. Well, you're doing a great job. I've, I've seen your work, and it's terrific. He's lucky to have you, as I've told him. And uh, what's the Christmas plans? Christmas plans are pretty low-key. I'm in New Jersey enjoying it uh, with my whole family right now, usually uh, you know, in terms of family traditions, we always like to watch Home Alone, and we like that old uh, movie, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, with uh, John Candy and Steve <laughs> yeah. Martin, two of our favorites. That's very funny. That's very funny. That's great. That's great. Now, I, I, I have a question for you. Are, are Mrs. Bennett's rules of, of uh, etiquette, holiday etiquette, being observed at, at this year at the Bennett household? Well, actually, it's an interesting question, interesting twist. Uh, we're going out. Uh, so I don't oh, know what the lovely. rules are. Mrs. Bennett asked if we could go out because she's planning this wedding, you know, and she's planning it down to the details, as you might expect. And uh, so she said, could you take me out on Christmas? I said, sure. So I got a reservation, nice place. And uh, she's happy about it. And then she poked her head back in and said, I want to cook a turkey anyway, 20-pounder. <laughs> well, that's just her. She you know, habits are hard to break. But, uh, yeah, she'll be telling us what to do. She'll be telling us what to do. That sounds great. Well, listen, you have a blessed Christmas. We'll see you at the wedding, won't we? Yeah, I'm very excited to be there. Uh, You know, that's also my birthday, so looking forward to, uh, you know, having a a big celebration. All right. Maybe we can remember that for the cake. Do we need to get an extra cake? No. (laughs) No, no, no. Just have have a piece of the wedding cake. I'll Uh, give you your own. Pull up an extra seat for me at the, the, you know, sweetheart's table or whatever. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'll I'll bet. I'll bet. I'll get you an extra candle. All right. Thanks, David. And David, thank you for not mentioning the Eagles, by the way. I appreciate it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Christmas Christmas came early, a couple days early this oh year. Big win. God. So now all you, guys win have to, all you guys have to do now is beat the Giants and you're in. E- well, easier said than done. I'm, I'm still, you know, as an Eagles fan, I'm perpetually pessimistic about every game. So uh, <laughs> just uh, hoping that it works out. Thanks, David. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you, Bill. You're listening to The Bill Bennett Show. 
Seth Leibson, host of the Seth Leibson Show, joins me now. How are you, Seth? I'm fine. How are you? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Thank do you, you. Do, which do you Thank do? Do you do both? What do you do? I do both, but it's a national holiday. You know, Christmas is a national oh, holiday. Yeah. Why can't we just say Merry Christmas to everyone like we say Happy Thanksgiving? Why right. are you getting Seth worked up? He sounds angry now. Well... <laughs> Let me work you don't up. want me angry, as Bill once pointed out. <laughs> no, we, you know, you don't want him angry. Um, no. Let's get one thing out of the way, because we talked to David and we talked to Chris Beach, and of course Seth was a producer of Morning in America before Chris Beach. I mean, he goes back almost prehistoric times with me, and then was an Empower America and is a brilliant lawyer and writer, and led the charge in Arizona to defeat the legalization of marijuana. God bless you for that. But Thank you. But we talked to Chris, and we talked to David, and a lot of the talk was about, you know, the Dallas Cowboys and the Eagles yesterday. I don't know if you have a particular reaction to that. Well, don't get me started on that. We're still celebrating the Cardinals win. Oh, my gosh, you knew about it. There was some little ticker under under the MTV screen at one point about Cardinals winning. I checked it. It wasn't about the birds. It was about our football team. So <laughs> yeah, that was really good. It was a great sports game. A great sports game. <laughs> and who did they beat? Well, you know, they just beat another team. <laughs> Here we go. The slough of despond, as they say in Pilgrim's Progress. Yeah, oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. All right, we'll move on. So what's the Christmas plan? Uh, well, we're looking forward to uh, a lot of food and then some travel back to your neck of the woods, which we're very much looking You're forward to. You're coming to the wedding. I'm so excited. I am so excited. And, you know, your son's bride, you know, she is the most enthusiastic creature God ever created. Her thank you notes are a party. I know. I know. No, I know. No. No, you should see uh, uh, Krista and Mrs. Bennett get together and talk. And they, they, uh, it must anyway. make you need a nap. It must yeah. make you need a nap. Yeah. No, they are. there's a lot of energy. There's a lot of energy. And uh, I mean, that envelope opens itself. It was a thank you note like I've never seen. She doesn't need exclamation marks. She is one. What did she thank you for? <laughs> oh, we just gave a little pre-wedding gift or something. Oh, my I goodness th- gracious. Oh, yeah, I'll bet you did. What did, what did you do? I, is that oh, polite to ask? No. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. Um, you know, you don't want people to dehydrate, so we sent them some glasses to drink from. Yeah, good. You know, nice. I, I was so disappointed in our wedding presents. There was nothing for me. <laughs> 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 I mean, it was like all this household stuff. and You, don't you use got the best three square meals for the rest of your life. What do you mean nothing for you? Yeah, I guess. I just, <laughs> I was looking for a hiking shoes or, you know, football. Or something. Not conventional. A, ju- a jukebox, I, you know, something. A jukebox. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Is that something that hasn't been invented yet or was once upon a time, I think? Well, J- Joe Biden knows what it is. <laughs> Okay. Uh, maybe a Victrola or a, a record player. Okay. <laughs> uh, Seth, there's a laugh. There's a laugh. Coffee picture machines. We need to send them to the dissidents. I remember that one. That was funny. That's right. You could send anyway, them, send what them. are you guys? Uh, what are you looking forward to to the new year, Bill? Uh, what am I looking forward to? What? For the new year, any resolutions? First, I want to get through this one. Uh, we got a wedding. Okay. I got my knee surgery yeah. in January. Uh, yeah. You know, and that's I'm attaching that as part of the year. And my resolutions are to um, make a resolution before 
January 1st. Nice. All right, all right. Well, you know, we had a wonderful trip to Israel with um, with some old buddies of yours, yeah. and we're back now, and then we're looking forward to being in D.C. Were you with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher? I was. Did you get a word in edgewise? Not a chance. Not a chance, yeah. <laughs> Not a chance. But, you know, who wants to? You know, you go yeah. to listen to them, and it was great. Yeah. Yeah. What about yeah. your radio show? Tell everybody how to listen to it. We're doing wonderfully. Yeah, you can go Flips to uh, show. 960thepatriot.com on web and hear it anytime you want. 960thepatriot.com. Anytime you want. Wonderful. But I urge people to listen live because that way you get the fabulous music. As with uh, the show... Um, we did together, Bill, or yeah. I, when I was working for you, you know, they came for the talk but stayed for the music. So that's I don't right. want people to miss our great bumper music. You know, that's yeah. funny because I remember um, Glenn Beck asked me when I was announced as a host of a radio show. He said, well, you know, a lot of people, I don't know, you don't have any experience, you have government experience. I don't know, you'd be any good at this. Most of us started as disc jockeys and then ended up as talkers. Yeah. I said, well, I'm going to start as a talker. hope to end up as a disc jockey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I kind of use that line, too, yeah. and my general manager, the dear Jim Ryan, says, keep it up. We can arrange that. We can, yeah, keep, <laughs> right, keep going the way you're going, right? Yeah, right, right. Exactly. Take one more vacation day. We can make that happen. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Seth, and have a very Merry Christmas and love to you and God yours. God bless you all. Thank you. You too. God bless you, Bill. You are a dear friend, one of my greatest teachers, and the man I've learned the most from. So God bless you. And Claude, I love you too dearly and your whole audience. Happy New Year. Thank you. Bye, Seth. You're listening to The Bill Bennett Show. Bill Bennett Show. Uh, so we uh, asked uh, our audience to write us for the Christmas show and tell us what right. they were doing for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, this is what they wrote. Uh, Hello, Bill and Claude, for the Christmas show. Trump was impeached for being a jerk. I don't think the founders had that in mind as a high crime and or misdemeanor. I voted for him, and I will again. But he drives me nuts when he does that shift into a 12-year-old petulant boy. See? Well, yeah, you know. Yeah, I know. Didn't help himself with those uh, John Dingle remarks. No, he didn't. Now, I'll say this for him, though. He started by saying John Dingle's looking down. And then, you know, he, it just went in his head. And I understand that he's got, he, he wants to be a comic. Maybe he's looking up. Uh, but then he, he ended with, no, but I'm sure he's looking down. Mm-hmm. He's been fried for it. But that's, you know, that's what he does. Presidency will never been, be the same as Trump has done things that no one thought could be done. Yeah, and he's acted in ways people didn't Wouldn't think assume he, that he, yeah. That's from Bob, Bob Beasley. Uh, Dr. Ben, I very much enjoy your show, the podcast. I'm a well-educated woman. I'm a Catholic. I'm a conservative. Generally voted Republican. I struggled with the last election, but frankly, hope for the best. Very much encouraged by the Supreme Court appointments. Oh, here she says, I've been very disgusted by the lack of civility and crassness, though, and I have finally reached a breaking point following President Trump's comments in Battle Creek. Mm-hmm. It's the comments about Dingle. Um, she's not going to vote for him. I will be voting in the Democrat primary in hopes of getting a moderate Democrat I can accept. A good economy is not enough of a reason to give up on common decency. You know, I I wouldn't give up on common decency either, but I would tell you, consider your choices. And, you know, you might think you're getting a moderate Democrat, but not the way that party's going. So I would just say, Denise, that um, you're not going to get a moderate Democrat, even if you get Biden or Klobuchar. They won't be moderate. They'll be very liberal. 
And um, uh, look, uh, you know, people write me and say, can you get break the president's thumb so he stops tweeting? I actually think a lot of the tweets are great. But yeah, there's some things he does. He, You know, decorum is not his strength and good manners is not his strength. But boy, he's got a lot of strengths. I heard someone say the other day, you know, but Republicans are treating him like a hired gun. Well, you know, I mean, that's an expression to suggest contumely or condemnation. But really, a president is a kind of hired gun. I mean, we we don't hire him for it's not a marriage. We don't hire him forever. We hire him to do a job. And if you look at the accomplishments, president's done the job. Uh, as our friend Conrad Black says, he's a bit of a change of pace in terms of style. Good Lord knows. Anyway, uh, you know, the, the kind of mail that uh, letter that uh, email that uh, Denise just sent, they're getting at the White House. And, you know, they need to uh, talk to the president about it, you know. Take down, take down the the, the personal stuff. Um, all right, that was Denise. Yeah, dear Secretary Bennett, loved your radio show. Now the podcast. You might find this strange. This is strange, but I listen to your podcast underwater. Okay, I have waterproof earbuds and listen as I swim laps. Might be the first person to do that. You make a lot of sense even during flip turns. <laughs> <laughs> no signature on this one. Um, about Siri, I'm not convinced leaving the Kurds to their own devices enhanced our honor. Your thoughts? I agree with you. Don't think we treated the Kurds right. Uh, dear Claude and Bill, uh, thanks for the Kim Strassel interview. This is from Steve, our friend Steve in Spring, Texas. Right. Uh, I believe she also uncovered the process by which Congress and the president were unable to do so many of the executive orders of the previous administration. Uh, yes, that's right. Thinking about civility and societal hearing, healing. Um, after jumping around in the world of podcasts, I'm less hopeful than when I started. Blows a quote from John Adams that might be the crux of the matter. Our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. In the absence and dismissal of all things godly regarding our secular world, we have destroyed what has always been our invisible glue. We had been a nation of the religious-minded who disagreed politically but agreed religiously. Today that glue is absent and there is now no underlying bond to direct civil behavior. Tighten your seatbelt. It's not just, uh, Steve, thanks, it's not just the religious undergirding, it's the uh, civil religion, the belief in America. No guardrails, no handrails. Um, big divisions. When you have divisions, these political divisions, they're, they're always there. But these political divisions represent seismic breaks, represent cultural divisions of huge magnitude. Hey, we have an email about Christmas. This is John Douglas Chitty. Our two oldest daughters live in Kansas City. One's expecting our second grandson, January 4th. Had an early Christmas in KC with them the first weekend of December. Christmas Day, we're back home in Fort Worth with our younger kids and both of our mothers. Then looking forward to returning to KC for the arrival of the best belated Christmas gift of all our grandson, Henry Lawrence. Nice. In the meantime, we overbooked our weekends with parties, including a beautiful but simple service of lessons and carols at our local church. So we're still playing catch up on shopping and wrapping on December 23rd. Arg. <laughs> it's the best of times and the worst of times. Indeed. Linda Bowman Nesbitt says, services on Christmas Eve, kids on the 28th here at home. Very quiet day. Otherwise, God bless. Thank you, Linda. Wilburn Red Crane, small family get-together at our house, dinner, and, of course, sharing presents. Possibly, for me, a few hours of holiday work. Martha writes, hanging out with family in WS. Winston-Salem? Must be. Sure do miss you and Elaine, somebody we know. Must be. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Thank you very much, Martha. Final note, Club. We're not going to release a new show next week. I, you know, everybody can figure out. we got a wedding next week. Right. New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. That'll kind of tie me up. Or should. Yeah. <laughs> 
though my big contribution here is not so much time as other things. (laughs) Signatures. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, but a few thoughts on how people, if they want to reflect back on the year of our podcast. Sure, absolutely. We've had some great interviews from Steve Auth, uh, Kimberly Strassel. Steve Auth is the hugely successful investor in New York right. who dons a T-shirt on Fridays, goes down to the Bowery, and gives out rosary beads. Absolutely. Right. And that was a great interview. Uh, and so, yeah, take the time to catch up on some episodes you didn't hear, uh, to share the podcast with family and friends. Go back and listen to it again and hear some of these great interviews. They were really, really well done. Well, I don't know what else to say except um, it's been a great year. Yes. We'll have some more reflections on that later on. I'm looking forward to Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Thank sir. you for all you've done for me and continue to do for this podcast. And we'll be launching a new venture here in January. Very excited about this. Very excited. <laughs> We're going to fix this thing. Yeah. We're going to fix it. Yeah. The only way I know how. You know, if you, if you got a hammer, everything looks like a nail. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go fix uh, the lack of knowledge about Western civilization, in particular the American example. And we're going to talk about that later. Merry Christmas to you, Claude. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, have a blessed day, and we will uh, talk later on.